Hey friends, this is Natalie with Confessions of a Reluctant Caregiver, and you're listening to our special series, Diary of a Caregiver, Unashamed, Unafraid, and Uncut. In this series, I'm reading my entries from the CaringBridge.com website, and this is the site that I use to provide updates to my family and friends, as well as post videos and photos. As a reminder, we're posting all of these transcripts and photos, which of course you don't want to miss because the photos are funny. Um, and it's good there. We're posting them in our Facebook group, Caregiver Confessions. So if you haven't gone over and joined or you're not following along on Facebook, we'd love for you to come over and join us. Uh, it's a great place. You'll find all kinds of resources. We're adding stuff. Um, to be helpful to caregivers and those um, who are cared for. And it's really for everybody. We're all going to be caregivers at one point in our life or cared for. So it's a great way, place to engage with our members and, of course, catch up with JJ and myself. So let's get to today's entry. Today, I am this, I'm reading entry number 22. It is June 16th. We had just gotten the good news. And uh, the title is 48 Hours Later, Update and Some Pretty Deep Thoughts. Well, this should be a good one. All right, let's get started. Hello, friends. It's been quite the whirlwind over the last 48 hours. From the absolute high of getting the news that Jason uh, Cancer responded to the treatment so Jason can stop at day 15, to the next morning, Wednesday, him waking up in significant pain. Throughout Wednesday and into this morning, the pain progressively got worse. Hour by hour, it becomes more and more evident that the interventions used to kill the cancer are also impacting him, specifically his throat and mouth. The sores are there. Limited movement of his jaw or his mouth due to the sores. The red burn that's clearly visible inside and out of his mouth. It's here. It's odd. We get this amazing news and we immediately start planning to come home, see the pups, and return to our normal lives. But then the harsh reality of the side effects slap us across the face, like not so quick. No, our suffering isn't over. His suffering. The, de the devotional from Saturday night really struck me. It talked about how suffering is one way that we encounter God. While we want to have him bring us out of it, he may in fact want to bring you through it. People find fellowship with God during suffering. People connect with a God who can relate to their suffering. I found the following statement brutally honest. Quote, the church has not been taught enough about suffering. The message of suffering has dissipated over time. Unquote. Further, that the message of hope needs to change from God will bring you out to 
God will walk through it with you. I completely agree. The Bible tells us suffering is inevitable. So why are we surprised or shocked when it happens? I say this because at some point in our day, week, months, years, we've all suffered and longed for that season to be over. Loss of a loved one, divorce, problem at work, financial difficulties. No one wants to be in pain, but instead be happy and live our best lives. The reality is we will experience suffering not just once, but many times in our lives. It's through this suffering that we learn. We have the opportunity to grow and learn and be closer to God by talking to Him, but also through the people who He places in our lives. I think about each of you and the support you've generously given us. Each of you are in our lives for a reason and us in yours. We are meant to love, learn, and support one another. What can you gain from our experience that will improve your life? I most definitely recognize the blessings I've received from each of you and this experience as a whole. Closer to God, building a strong relationship with Jason, reprioritizing my life, determining what's really important to me, and allowing myself to be vulnerable and humble are the biggies. I've given myself permission to drop the walls and allow for once more than a very small number of people to really see me. Surprise, I'm really squishy on the inside with a whole lot of feelings and insecurities, and that's nothing to be ashamed of. The suffering isn't over. In fact, far from it. The good news is that Jason has two radiations left, Friday and Monday, and then chemotherapy, Monday and Tuesday, and then we're finished with treatment. That's amazing and a huge blessing or answered prayer. But the wave of side effects is still building. I can see the wave getting higher and higher every time he winces as he swallows his own saliva. In those moments when he does finally sleep, I can hear these gurgling noises from his throat. I quickly realize he's struggling to breathe due to his airway passage getting more narrow from the thickened saliva. It's in his eyes, those beautiful green eyes, that now look so distraught at the thought of eating as every bite tastes like garbage and the pain more severe. It's painful, but you know he must persevere and suffer as I continually remind him the end is near. The end is near. The end. It feels so close. But with every bite of food or drink of water, time passes in these elongated seconds. There it is. The suffering. God never promised us there would be no suffering. 
Does that mean he's mean or vengeful? No. God is good every day, all the time, and especially during the trials and the suffering. The prayer section on the Bible app is one of my favorites because it has like this awesome calming music. To get you mentally ready, it prompts you to take a deep breath and exhale, then continues to guide you. Both of our favorites is when it starts off by saying, imagine you are sitting on a bench next to God. As you sit together, he smiles at you and asks, what's on your mind? I've visualized it numerous times, and I'm always at the same place. I'm on the bench at Sutton Place Park. I included the photo. And we are looking at the East River and Roosevelt Island. I feel so small next to him, like a child, so I can only see his waist and legs. But I can always feel his smile. And it makes praying so easy because I can feel his love. I thought, I wonder who Jason sees. He said, he's in the clouds or heaven, that's what he thinks, sitting on a bench next to God. I quickly say, can you see his face? And he said, Yes. I was immediately intrigued. He couldn't describe his face, but he definitely saw it. I think it's amazing how God comes to us to comfort us in a very personal way that really speaks to each of us to understand. Even during our worst suffering, He's there walking through it with us. It's funny how you pray for things. If we can just get to this point or just have that resolved, I find that all my prayers are answered, but sometimes not the way I wanted them to be answered. And the final result is exactly as it should have been. You see, I had prayed for my friend Paul to be healed. I wanted that miracle and wanted to have more time hanging out and laughing and helping others. I wanted that for him. Here's the thing. He was healed, is healed, but not here. My prayer was answered, just not the way I wanted it. I prayed for Jason to be healed, and while it felt like the answer we received on Tuesday was, yes, he's healed, God's saying, yes, but not yet exactly. We have a long road to go. The next two to three weeks will be the worst. Then slowly, like a crawl, it will get better. I can't say when he will be back to normal, as we do not know. Some say three months or six months or even a year. Some symptoms or side effects may be permanent, and we accept 
and absorb the new normal. But we will be here, present and accounted for, hopefully to share our story of God's grace. I'm asking for a lot of prayers for comfort as they are needed now more than ever. Sadly, Jason is in a season of suffering as this is the price, the sacrifice that must be made to be healed. He, we, will get through this as we can see the finish line with each of you standing on the sides cheering us on. There will be those moments when he feels like he cannot go on. He can go no further. But we'll be by his side, cheering and encouraging him as the alternative is not an option. So keep cheering, friends, as it continues to lift us, especially Jason, as we continue this marathon to the finish line. I leave you with happy photos. So one, check out our schedule for next week's radiation. It says final treatment. Two, view from the Sutton Place Park. Day 13. Done, done, and done. 13 days down, two to go. Much love to you, to you all. Natalie. That was a big one. I'll leave you there. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.